Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Check out all the shows on the network at christmaspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. <laughs> Welcome, you believers, to a special bonus edition of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. I had originally planned to do our regular December episode today, but instead I actually have a special treat for you. Joining me in the Christmas cave tonight, it's Dave, Jeff, and Christian, three of the four stars of the Mousetalgia podcast. I really like that you call us stars. I don't think anyone has ever called us that before in like 13 years of shows. Thank you, Tim. That That is a failing on other people, <laughs> not a good thing for me, so... <laughs> Really like I think that's the first time we've heard that, you guys. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Well, I've invited you all here today for a special all nostalgia version of Seasons Musings. Seasons Musings coming through. Can't wait to hear the thoughts sent in by you. You see, all year I have been asking my listeners questions from this card game that my mom gave me last Christmas called the Christmas Chat Pack. I've been asking them to record their answers and I've been playing them on the show for us all to enjoy. This time I put this question to you, the stars of nostalgia. If time and money were no object, how would you decorate the outside of your house for Christmas? Bonus points for Disney theming. <laughs> Who is prepared to go first? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Kristen said yeah, she was ready. ready to go. Yeah, Minions. Just kidding. Minions are not Disney. No. <laughs> oh, Kristen. So, I was like, what? <laughs> minions are small. Yeah. Dwarves, Dwarves are tall. Are tall. Okay, so I thought about this a lot because my daughter this year is seven, and she is like, the Christmas light queen. Tim, we thought about you today. We're driving to school and there's a church that has really fantastic lights, but they go off at 8 a.m. So we're like at the corner. Or, I know. So we're on timer. There's like a timer light. It's so they turn off at 8, at 8 a.m.? Yeah. And then they come back on like 5 p.m. Because it's dark in Seattle pretty much all the time. Oh, that and the makes winter, sense. Right? I didn't think about yeah. I forgot. <laughs> So that you're in the morning, frozen tundra of up north. <laughs> so every morning we get to the corner, like around the church, like 7.57, and she's like, floor it! Because we want it, we like to see them like on and then off, which is like, you got to time it just right. So today we did it. Like we made it. Like we saw nice. it, we pulled up, and they were on, and then like, whoo, they all went off. And I'm like, Tim Babb somewhere just got the Christmas spirit of like <laughs> a mom and a daughter high-fiving each other in the car. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we timed we timed the Christmas lights. Anyway, Christmas lights on my house. That was a long story. I was dying to tell you. I would like to theme my house to Small World Holiday. Yes. Because I'm really into projection mapping, and I feel like my husband could actually get this done. So we are in a new house this year, and it's there's a large front on it. And then we're getting to know our neighbor behind us who has a very long fence. So I feel like if we can just like bridge that gap <laughs> into friendship where we can access his fence and his power source, it's happening. Because, you know, to projection map, you got to be back, right? Like you right. have to, you know. So because Kurt had thought about doing it because we could attach it to the fence. But he's like, where am I going to get the power from? So the next 365 days are going to be like kind of procuring a better friendship with our back neighbor. So next year, small world holiday. 
Oh, I like that you're actually going to do it next oh, year. Oh, we're doing like, it. This is a pie in the sky question. You're like, I'm making this happen. Yes. And we're going to do the real lights because you know how they have like real bulbs, right? So the mm-hmm. real, and it's not going to be, I mean, obviously our house is not the small world facade. It's going to have to be, <laughs> I wish we lived there. The it's devil gonna, you say. <laughs> Kurt, start packing the boxes. We're moving. No, like it's, you know, so it's going to be the ode to the small world holiday, like similar light structure and then projection mapping with the. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to get on a plane and come on up. That's <laughs> my it. answer. That's an awesome answer. <laughs> Jeff and Dave, good luck. I feel like I've set the bar. Well, Kristen, your yeah. bar is shockingly... I, I, I just... I can't understand why you didn't take advantage of the synergy here between our two mm-hmm. shows and choose the obvious answer for the best Disney-themed um, exterior for your home, which would be to turn it into the Enchanted Snow Palace oh. that was conceptualized by famous, famed Imagineer Mark Davis back. One of the last things he actually designed for the Walt Disney Company mm-hmm. never was built. Um, kind of got poo-pooed, actually, um, after he spent a lot of time coming up with some amazing concept art. But you can find the artwork for this thing in in that ginormous Mark Davis two-volume set that Chris Merritt and Pete Doctor put out a couple years ago. You can see this whole chapter on this thing. And it's like, how do I explain it? It makes me feel like a blend of going to Narnia, kind of walking down mm-hmm. an icy department store street in New York, um, like a, a a Broadway show, a little bit of Frozen in there, a little bit of Fantasia and the Dancing Fairies. Like there's unicorns in there. <laughs> there's like every kind of mystical, magical white creature. Everything was snowy white fur and snowy white feathers. So they kind of had this... Um, winter wonderland feeling and i can only i've I've always liked houses that i drive by that just kind of have that elegant like just maybe icicles or lights but everything is white right Mm -hmm. like it's hard to turn down the colors when you see them in the store and then you end up (laughs) you know with the house full of like flashing colors and everything but then you go by mine is just a mishmash of like it's got the icicles it's got the white it's got the colors it's got the inflatables i'm like everything i see i'm like yes i want one of those yeah exactly projection yes project snow on me too (laughs) It's really hard to turn that stuff down, right? But but I, I imagine that I could I could maintain the elegance of all white in different shapes and forms, right? And giant snowflakes. Some of his art has these giant snowflakes. I could imagine sculptural. Like, uh, no inflatables for me. I want giant styrofoam glittery snowflakes <laughs> all over the yard. Um, it's hard to explain um, over the, you know, internets just how amazing this artwork is. But it really has a strong kind of wintry... Um, vibe that that's what I would go for if I were you know money was no object and I could decorate my house but I really want to hear what Dave is going to say like about this because Dave actually does a lot of um this kind of raspberry powered stuff so Dave <laughs> let's hear what you what you would yeah do can with, we with give house. links to like is there, is there images that people oh, yeah. videos that people can see because I know there's got to be a certain extent of like hey don't look at my house I don't want people to find where I live <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's out on the interwebs. If you go to YouTube and search for SJ Lights or YouTube.com slash SJ Lights, SJ for San Jose, um, you can see videos of uh, what I've been doing for the last few years of my light enthusiasm. Light enthusiast. <laughs> well, then they will definitely be in the show notes of this episode. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I've tried to, I guess, to a certain degree, realize this. I don't know that I would honestly say I have a theme, but I guess maybe a style that I've been trying to work towards. Uh, 
and for the holiday lights. When I have them all on, the kids say it looks a little bit like a gingerbread house. They aren't <laughs> often all on at the same time, but uh, when they are, then that was what their comments were. So I'll I'll take it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, for those that don't know, and since we was alluded to, but I do a little light music show the lights are choreographed to music and uh, you can listen to it from the comforts of your car via fm radio and uh watch the lights blink on and off like you may have seen in tiktoks or youtubes or whatever yeah the thing i like about the the this this is just a crowd of people that do this kind of thing right it's like a like a club you're in right now (laughs) kind of (laughs) the raspberry pi holiday lights Mm -hmm. club and the thing i like about it is Every year you all want to like make it better, right? So Dave, I would say you're like kind of at the stage where you're finally at that point where, oh, this is impressive. I remember your first couple of years. It was like, (laughs) it was cool, but it was, you know, not complete yet. You you know what I mean? You were kind of going there. It's a journey. And yeah, exactly. It's a journey. And now I feel like you're at that point where people will stop and say, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. but I also know about you. I think I know this about you. Like you're going to kind of want to keep. Like up in the ante. Oh yeah, plusing yeah. so, it as they say. Yes. Yeah, plusing it. As they say. <laughs> so I look forward to seeing where that goes. Um, but yeah, this is one of those cool like showstopper corner houses. Yeah, yeah. Not in the corner. Well, it's kind of in a corner. Yeah, you're sort of in a wedge there. Yeah, it's a wedge. Yeah, I mean, it started because uh, when I moved into the house and I came home one day, and the neighbor had put up some stuff for Halloween. I, we moved in in August, so by October, he had a bunch of stuff up. And I said something to the neighbor on the other side about like, wow, he kind of gets into Halloween. He just laughs, and he's like, you you haven't been here for Christmas yet. And uh, <laughs> then one day I came home for from work, and it was you know Christmas time and, or Christmas season. And sure enough, the uh, neighbor ended up, he would do something like 30,000 um, lights that he'd put up on his house. And it was definitely <laughs> a uh, showstopper. You know, people would stop and have their winter formal pictures in front of his display. It's like, <laughs> I have yet to reach that level. Um, uh-huh. Of course, that neighbor ended up moving. And so I carried on the torch for our neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, yeah. nice. that's that's kind of how I got into it. But Sweet. Because, you know, when you live next door to that guy and every day you come home and he goes, hey, you know, uh, Lowe's has some lights on sale. You should uh, you should go get some right? <laughs> and every day and every weekend. He's like, yeah, it's starting to look better. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of peer pressure. And so slowly I got into it. But here we are. I'm glad none of you took mine because what mine would be is I would actually put up some sort of facade that made my, my house look like the castle. Ooh. Oh, Again, nice. time and money are no object in this yep, scenario. Okay. Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it would actually do like all, you know, like all the lights they have yeah. in the castle to make it look like snow. Ooh. And then at 930 every night, fireworks display. And then it would snow <laughs> at the end. <laughs> all right. I like it. So basically you would build the end of Fantasyland up onto your property. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I'd nice. show up for that. And I'd be and I'd be really thankful I don't have an HOA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do this. This is all doable. I mean, yes. <laughs> However, there's 11 months of the year I'd have to store that facade of Fantasyland. <laughs> you know, st- That's what your listeners are for. Yeah. <laughs> Storage is an issue when it comes to Christmas yes, lights. Yes. Like our next door neighbor and their lawn, they have an eight foot tall teddy bear for their Christmas decor. Oh, my. I'd like to know where they store this bear. Like, where when- do you put that bear all year? 
<laughs> when I used to live in Redwood City, there was a house uh, not uh, that was on the way to where I took my boys to school that was, we called it the pumpkin house because for Halloween, they had no joke. I want to say more than 200 pumpkins and other various Halloween mm-hmm. decorations up. Yep. And then for every major holiday, they would do the entire house. Like it would block the driveway. Like, I don't know where they parked. <laughs> I, like it was in the window. And yeah. like, you know, Christmas, it was like a, b- a bunch of those, like um, not ceramic, little, but plastic Santas, not the inflatable kinds that squish down. Like, no, these say like whatever size they are yeah, the all year. Yeah. yeah. And then again, all th- in the yard, in the trees, on yeah. the roof, and then Fourth of July, they had stuff. I was like, "Where are they putting all this? Is <laughs> the must- house just this?" Yeah, they must have storage lockers, <laughs> just storage lockers, yeah. and then they won't pay their thing. And then someday there'll be an episode of Storage Wars where someone just finds like ten thousand oh, blue mold I'm bidding on that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be your dream, wouldn't it? Those- I'll be the pumpkin house. <laughs> Those blue molds can go for a lot of money. Uh, yeah, they are expensive, they especially money. if they're from the sixties, mm-hmm. man. Those Vintage things- ones. The Halloween yeah. ones too. Yeah. Oof. I mean, they yeah. don't look new, so they probably are from that <laughs> long ago. <laughs> yeah, they're they're worth a lot of money. Well, Nostalgia, thank you so much for indulging our season's musings with us tonight. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks for having us. We love Can We for Christmas is our favorite. Merry show. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas again. And so uh we can find you at obviously nostalgia.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh wherever the finest podcasts are distributed, iTunes. Google Play, things of that nature. (laughs) Well, and I mean, and for your listening audience, make sure and tune into our show on the week of December 27th, because lo and behold, we'll have a special guest of our own, the great Mr. Tim Babb. Just when you think Christmas is over, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thank you very much. Sweet. That was good. And that's our bonus episode. There's still time for you to get your season's musing answer to the last regular episode of the year. And that question is, if you won $5,000 the week before Christmas, what would you do with the money? Record yourself answering that question on your phone or on your laptop and send the file to me at christmas at tancast.com. As always, if you'd like to get the deck I'm using to get the topics for this segment, there's a link in the show notes so you can grab your own Christmas jackpack. And the jingle for Seasons Musings featured Deck the Halls by Kevin McLeod, which was used under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license. Thanks again to the Stars of Nostalgia for helping us out tonight. If you're a fan of Disneyland or Disney in general, you should definitely check them out. They've had some really good episodes this year in particular. They got to interview Disney legend Haley Mills. Um, Jeff recently got married at Disneyland. They did a whole episode talking about getting married at Disneyland, especially post-pandemic. You should definitely listen to that. And like Kristen was saying, on December 27th, I will actually be on the show again. So definitely check them out. There's a link in the show notes, nostalgia.com, Google Nostalgia. Look it up in your podcatcher of choice. Just get you some nostalgia in your ears. Speaking of things in your ears, there'll be another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast headed to your ears in just a few days. So keep watching your podcast feeds. Until then, you'll believers, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas. 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2021. Oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at tancast.com, we'll send you a free 
Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas-themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. And on Twitter, we are at Christmas Pod. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band, and this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Christian Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas! It's Dave, Jeff, and Kristen, three of the four stars of the Nostalgia Powder. Uh, fair warning, I may re-record this intro because yeah, I. Fine. I okay. we do that all the time. But what? We're like okay. one take wonders on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. Normally, it's just me and my imaginary listeners jabbing in your ear, <laughs> but this time. Tonight, we've got a very special guests, plural. That's right. That sentence was grammatically incorrect. It's the stars of Nostalgia. <laughs> Hello. I really like that you call this stars. I don't think anyone has ever called this up before in like 13 years of shows. Thank you, Tim. Uh, I got it from when Kermit introduced uh, Mark Hamill, C-3PO, and R2-D2 on Muppets. He called them the stars of Star Wars. <gasps> nice! Now we're in the same <laughs> class as Muppets and Star Wars. <laughs> they, we'll just turn off the mics. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs>